I'm Mark Pender for Econa Day with Mark Rogers, Senior Economist with Econa Day. Mark, we have a lot of economic news this week, and for once, the Fed is not on the front burner. We have uh, reports for manufacturing, housing, and on the consumer. We're taping Monday midday, and we already have out a disappointing durable goods report. What was your take on that? Uh, the headline number was atrocious, but uh, we have to remember that the Durables order series is one of the most volatile, probably the most volatile monthly data series out from the government. And it fell a huge, a whopping 7.3%. And it's usually always related to the transportation component and notably the uh, aircraft component. Um, and transportation fell a monthly 19.4% after a spike of 11.7 in June. So uh, it, it was almost entirely due to aircraft, which just swings back and forth depending on what uh, Boeing does. Excluding transportation, it was still disappointing with durable orders, excluding transportation, down 0.6% after up a, a very modest 0.1% in June. So we're still seeing the manufacturing sector being very sluggish in July. However, the news is mixed looking ahead for August based on uh, the various regional Fed surveys. Some softened and some have actually improved. So. Uh, the July number was very disappointing, but there's some potential for improvement in August. Mark, before turning to, to housing, last week we had a very disappointing new home sales report with a, a really significant decline that included uh, a second month of big downward revisions. And we have another big decline in the durable goods report, at least at the headline level. And you have been saying in the past, uh, uh, stressing that um, the Fed's decision making is data dependent, and that uh, we—it's not a complete lock yet that we're having a um, action in September. Is this the kind of are these the kind of reports that could shake up what the Fed is thinking? Uh, absolutely, I, I think you, everyone from the doves to the hawks have said that the the, the so-called tapering is data dependent, and even though they have specific thresholds uh, related to the unemployment rate of 6.5% and expected inflation of no more than 2.5%, everyone, doves and hawks, both have said it's essentially the overall economy. And I think there's an inclination to begin tapering asset purchases soon but the data clearly will not only affect the timing, but the magnitude of tapering. So it, tapering could be delayed past the September FOMC meeting and certainly can affect uh, the, the path of the tapering. We have two housing reports uh, this week, Case Schiller and Pending Home Sales. What stands out for you? Well, very curious. We had an existing home sales report 
uh, for July that was quite strong, up six and a half percent. New home sales plunged a monthly 13.4 percent. So the, the pending home sales report coming up for this week may help clarify the direction of housing and there's essentially a question of what's the difference between the existing home sale market and the new home sale market and, and there may well be a difference. Uh, one theory is that uh, there are more investors buying lower priced existing homes uh, and basically new home sales are being limited by construction due to partly poor weather, wet weather. And but but the issue going forward is what are the cross currents and we've got mortgage rates going up somewhat and that's going to to cut into demand a, a bit for those who would no longer qualify as rates rise or they just simply decide that they don't want to make the purchase. Jobs are improving slowly and we are getting more supply in the market, uh, especially as home prices rise. Uh, turning to the consumer sector, we have consumer confidence out tomorrow and later uh, the personal income report. Uh, the most recent uh, numbers we have on consumer uh, spirits are down. We had uh, the consumer uh, sentiment index from the University of Michigan all of a sudden, uh, three months of gains all of a sudden evaporating in the first half of the month. We have weakness in the Bloomberg Consumer Confid uh, Comfort Index. Uh, what are you looking now for uh, tomorrow's consumer confidence uh, report? Well, basically, the latest numbers are looking soft, particularly the Bloomberg Consumer Comfort Index fell significantly. All three components of that in index fell. Uh, buying climate, personal finances were particularly weak, and uh, there's slippage in terms of the third component, the uh, current views on the economy. And. Uh, it's an interesting question. We've had a, a rise, well, we had improvement in jobless claims, uh, gasoline prices, uh, they're higher than we'd like, but they've stabilized. So it's, it's really a question of uh, what the consumer sees the economy looking like, from, you know, basically from the ground. And right now, the latest readings indicate that consumers don't see that much progress for the economy and uh, I think uh, the consumer sentiment figure from Michigan probably probably will carry over to a similar movement to conference boards report. Well this all raises a kind of a question I you you noted that the new home sales uh, could have been uh, constrained by a lack of supply, but uh, given that weakness in, in any case, and also given the softness in the durable goods, and we also have softness in consumer sentiment readings, is there a risk that the economy, uh, that growth is um, uh, pivoting lower right now? The numbers are very mixed right now. Um, housing has been on an uptrend. Now it looks like it might be wavering. Manufacturing 
has been sluggish. The initial reports for August are mixed, but at least some of them are positive, including for orders. So it, it's a, right now we're, we have a big question mark. On Friday we have the personal income and spending report. Uh, what are you seeing for, I mean, what is the, um, you know, the consumer's wherewithal right now? Well, for the, the personal income report, that it's, it's always important. It, it, it reflects what uh, fuel the consumer has to spend. So uh, there's several facets. We want to look at the income portion, the spending portion, and the inflation portion. And we do have early notice on part of the income uh, components. Uh, from the employment situation report, we have the private aggregate earnings data. And that, that actually was on the negative side. It slipped 0.1% uh, in July and suggests softness in the private wages and salary component of personal income. For the spending component, uh, they're, they're mixed numbers, so there's a good bit of uncertainty there. We had early numbers on unit new auto sales, which dipped 1.8% in July. On the other hand, we had numbers from the retail sales report showing that retail sales excluding autos gained 0.5%. So there's some, a little bit of uncertainty there though. Analysts are calling for a 0.3% gain in personal spending. And on the inflation front, headline inflation should ease as you know, they're not exactly the same, but uh, the PCE price index and the CPI they closely track each other and the CPI headline number slowed to 0.2% in July from 0.5% the month before and the core CPI stayed steady at 0.2%. So Sam, how would you uh, characterize uh, personal income growth uh, for the U.S. consumer? Well, right now it's a little bit sluggish uh, if, if you look at average hourly earnings and other measures, uh, income growth is sluggish. Uh, but I, I think a key issue is that consumers are more con those that are employed are more confident confident about staying employed. So I think that's a key issue in terms of spending. Mm -hmm. And finally, we get the second estimate for uh, GDP, and that's on Thursday morning. What should we look for? Well, what I always like to look for are the, the, the final demand numbers. We had GDP at 1.7% in the second quarter, and that included annual revisions. Uh, but for the final sales, we had uh, final sales of domestic product a very modest 1.3% and final sales to domestic producers a little bit better which excludes net exports it was up 2% so those those are the two key numbers that I like to watch and uh, look at the inventory figure to see which way 
businesses believe uh, spending is headed. And inventory growth has been soft. It, it's oscillated. It's 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 been coming down due to less confidence about spending. Thank you very much. That's Mark Rogers from Econoday. I'm Mark Pender for Econoday.